right, everybody, here we go. Welcome to, or welcome back to TBN, TBN, TBN. Is it running again? Oh no, sorry. <laughs> Forgot to mute the live stream. <laughs> hey, that's okay. That's okay. I heard you redo that's... the intro in my ear and I thought something's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, look, we only do this every other week now, so the chances for dangle clacks are high, but high. I think we I think we pulled this one out. Uh, welcome, you guys. Welcome to TBN. Uh, we used to do a lot of things on this show, but now it's called TBN. We talk about news here, uh, you know, as it relates to the world of vaping, what we do, the world of vaping, tobacco, tobacco control, uh, harm reduction, smoking, cigarettes, nicotine, science, policy, legislation. I mean, the li- it just keeps, it just keeps, it just keeps so many things. So many things. There's been a lot going on and we got a lot to talk about today, but uh, I am your freedom loving, uh, bad libertarian host, uh, Grim Green, now joined by my, uh, my wonderful far left fact checker. It's president of CASA. That's Danielle Jones over there. Hey, how's things, Howdy. Danielle Jones? How you been? Oh, pretty good. Pretty good. If we yeah. have a personal segment at the end, I'll tell you all about this new video game. Not new, but new to me video game that my husband and I are obsessively playing in the Whoa, evenings. You guys are pl- yeah. Okay. Well, let's make, make sure we get time for video game chat. Cause I'm trying to get, uh, trying to get my wife on board with some video games or possibly some VR type of situation. I'm mm-hmm, trying to like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like ease her into this idea. Uh, oh, yeah. and so I'm, I'm all interested to hear about that. All right, oh. right on. All right, we got something to look forward to now after all of this weird ass news. But we have a bunch of yeah. like kind of weird ass news that's been happening today. Thank you guys so much for coming out. I see you there in the chat. RVD, Jolly, I see you there. Pam, Janine's here tonight. Uh, Jason's here tonight. I see you there, buddy. Earn here. Yo, yo, a to ya. Yo, yo, a to ya, John. Jake Scrapwood here. Yo, yo, a to ya, bro. My one. Uh, oh, we got two, three moderators in the chat tonight. That's okay. Heck yeah. Heck yeah, you guys. Well, uh, like I said, thank you guys so much for coming out. And what we do on Tuesdays every other week is we dig into some juicy vape news, juicy Bloomberg news, juicy Maryland guy getting tased news over vaping. <sighs> We got some juicy science news, though, today, and really, that is, this is really great news, but it's one of those things like, what's going to come of this news? What's going to happen because of this news? Some of, you know, a lot of people in the vape industry, we just get really depressed. We go, nothing will change. Right. Like that's kind of the. They already ran around lying for six months. So what's the truth going to do now? Yeah, after fifteen months of this, like, what's the what's the actual truth going to do now? But uh, we're going to talk about SARS CoV two as it relates to vaping. Turns out that literally everybody was wrong about it. Yeah, literally every every human. Okay, maybe I won't go that far as to say every human. Us in the community (laughs) were not entirely wrong. We were we were more. Probably a little more right, but we were a lot more, a lot more right. But uh, here, let's just jump into this. Let's just jump into this news. Let's do some newsy things and the such as. Oh, just grooving on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> grooving mm-hmm. on that. Uh, testimonials. I just want to put this out there. I'm going to put this on all of my live streams forever moving forward, at least in the foreseeable future. Testimonials are really important. Testimonials matter. I always bring up 
Representative Julie Casimiro up there in Rhode Island, whose mind was completely changed on the topic of vaping from, that's right, testimonials, hearing from vapors. Your stories matter tremendously. I'll say this every time. Just do the testimonial. Go to CASA, do the testimonial. Go anywhere you can to do a testimonial. If, if someone offers a testimonial and say, hey, give us your testimonial, do it. Just tell yeah. your story. Your story yeah. is important. It is human. It is lived experience. It is. And it's really, uh, really, truly important. So I'm going to put that out there. Um, did you see these cigarettes, Danielle Jones? <laughs> Wait, no? What? Okay, so this is a... Uh, here, this is a UK thing. Can I play my Andy sound clip? Meanwhile, in the f***ing UK. So meanwhile, in the UK, this is the newest uh, law that's being introduced in the United Kingdom. They're pushing for, it's just, and it's just one guy. Hang on, let me get to this. Let me get to this. Okay. Just this, this one guy is pushing this. George Young, so Lord George Young, wants to introduce uh, a bill to put health warnings on every cigarette. Every single cigarette is <laughs> is going to say smoking kills on it. The smoking uh, campaign group called Forest called this plan laughable. I feel like that's pretty accurate. I feel I like... I mean, I laughed. <laughs> if I was a smoker, lie. if I was a smoker, smoker, and smoking... This would deter me zero from smoking. No. I would probably seek these out as a smoker because they're cool. I would go look <laughs> how cool my cigarettes are. They say smoking, smoking kills on it. I think that this is a case of, uh, I, like, I feel like this politician just said, this might work. <laughs> we, put, we put graphic warnings in, you know, on all sorts of other packaging. Why not move it directly to the cigarettes? As like a right. last resort warning, just for in the case smoker. you forgot. Right. <laughs> in case you forgot. like, if you forgot, if you forgot that smoking is horrible for you, we're all told that from like the age of two, and right. they're already on the packaging, and everybody who walks by as you tells you you're gonna die, yes. and you couldn't forget it even if you wanted to. But and we really, also need it on the individual cigarette. On the in, and who's gonna who is gonna get to that point of? Going into the store, seeing all of the Unwrap, warnings, right? Buying the a cigarette, seeing the warnings, unwrapping the pull it out. or pull it out, and then <gasps> as you're about to light it, you go, wait, <gasps> smoking kills. Ah, no! <laughs> if only I if only had someone had warned me sooner by printing it on a cigarette. Right. Because <laughs> no sense, dude. And you just get I think you get warning blind to things like this. Oh, you do. That's you my do. experience. When I was in New Zealand, um, all of their cigarettes and tobacco are behind closed doors. So even when you go into like a convenience store or something, it's all closed up. You can't see anything. Mm -hmm. But when they open them, it's just floor to ceiling, yellow, bright warnings about smoking kills, smoking causes emphysema, graphic pictures of like cancer-ridden mouths and lung cancer and all... And you just end up seeing right past it. You yeah. don't even look at the warnings anymore. I was outside the hotel in New Zealand vaping in like the smoky area. And I'm just out there with my phone and I'm vaping. And another dude just comes down, gets out his phone, pulls his pack of cigarettes out, covered in warnings. 
and just opens it, puts it in his mouth, lights it, puts it back in his pocket. He didn't even see any of those warnings. Zero of those warnings. I mean, everybody already knows. Everybody like, already knows. And if you're a smoker and you're, it's not, I don't think it's going to deter you. It would not have deterred no. me. No. Not a chance. No. So that's what's going on in the UK. All of your all of your duries are gonna have smoking kills printed down the side of them. Um, I mean, I mean, whatever. <laughs> I don't right. think it's gonna hurt anything. It's, it's not, just right. not gonna do anything. It's not gonna hurt. It's like he thought of this idea and went, "Awesome, yeah, this is gonna be great." I did something. I did something that's actually gonna do nothing. Check it off the to do list. Check that off the to do list. And it's not like you can, <laughs> like track the success of this or talk to people like what made you quit smoking it's like well i was about to light up until i saw smoking kills printed down the side of my cigarette that i got out of the pack that i got out of the carton that i bought at the store right it wasn't until that point come on now you're just gonna see past those warnings everybody knows it if anything you're just making cigarettes a little bit cooler honestly you know what they should you know what might actually work what? Instead of if writing, instead of writing smoking kills on the cigarette, what if they wrote I'm an idiot? Like like, no, like motivational <laughs> things. Right, like, right, sure. You could quit if you want to. Like yeah. we believe in you, you it's know, not or that hard. have you considered trying a vapor product instead? They're 95% sure. less hard. Like if you put like label. think of it like a like a you know vix cough drops if you mm-hmm. unwrap the little package and you'd spread it out and look at it it actually says really motivational things that are kind of nice to hear when you're sick like does it really you can do it yeah it's like you got this bro like That's this won't cool. last forever they're like little you know things for when you're not feeling good like right put that on a cigarette you know like <laughs> You could, you can, you know, I believe in you, you know, if you don't want to do this do anymore, there's another way, you yeah. know, vapor products exist, but put that on the cigarette. That might just, actually do what, something. You could print down the side. It's just like, you stink now. You or, stink yeah. Now. You go, oh, I do stink now. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Like, not just smoking kills. Smells like, bad, doesn't it? You're like, oh, it does kind of smell <laughs> bad. Yeah. Smells bad, doesn't it? Enjoy your ash ashtray breath. I don't know. Right. Not, not something like that. Coughing yet? Co- <laughs> I mean, if they got snarky with it, that would at least be more interesting. Snarky. One thing that the UK is going to do that's that might actually be helpful, and I have there's no news or anything around this, only a tweet from this person, Mark Oates, who said that the British government has announced that they're going to launch a review into Swedish snus, snus. That's exciting. That yeah. is huge. That's it's very exciting. Yeah, that's huge. I'm I'm shocked. I was shocked to learn that the British government had outlawed Swedish snus to begin with. E- the EU did, if I'm yeah, not mistaken. The, whole the entire EU. EU. The yeah. whole EU. And now because of, from what I understand now, because of Brexit, the UK has the ability to go, oh, well, we'll we can allow Swedish snus. We can allow right. vaping. Th- we can have our own tobacco control yeah. policy taking a closer look at things that used to be demonized, you know, like vaping that they're mm-hmm. actually like, you know, we actually have a different view than everybody else on this. Maybe we should look again at snooze. Like, yes, exactly. Maybe we should look again at snooze. Maybe we should look at Sweden. Who's about to become a smoke free country. Yeah, pretty much with less than 5% prevalence of, of combustion. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. How did Sweden get there? The EU and the UK are just like, I don't know. 
How did they do it? Must have been some sort of uh, magical Nordic something in the air. No, and Sweden's like standing over here, rolling their eyes, like snooze, you idiot. (laughs) Yeah, snooze. We've been telling you how we did it. Well, what's crazy is the Swedish government doesn't recommend snooze as smoking cessation. Well, they don't even firmly against it. It's It's just a consumer product. It's a cultural phenomenon, from yeah. what I understand. That's yeah. like they—they they haven't even had to do, you know, things like that. It's the culture is just like, no, this is like we do this instead. And then they have like the lowest rates of cancer in the yeah. EU, it, like in the world. Sweden is—it's—it's it's mm-hmm. worldwide now. I like this one too, Janine. Uh, those yellow fingers match your teeth. Just put that down the side of a cigarette, maybe. My fingers never turned yellow from smoking. Uh, my my tips of my fingers turned brown like where I would rest my cigarette. I was smoke, used to Mine smoke a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a oh, lot. And okay. I got, especially like after trips in Las Vegas where you're literally just chain smoking, like lighting cigarettes off of each other. Oh, then, wow. Okay. Then you'd get that. Yeah, you get all sorts of crud um, on your on your fingers. It was pretty gross. I was think I wasn't gross. I wasn't quite that heavy of a smoke. I was a medium, medium, sure. medium light smoker, perhaps. You know, I would go kind of all over the place i used to it depends on where i was that's that's like, true i knew that's if true. i was going somewhere like if i was going to las vegas especially that's a big trigger smoking for me or like especially any rock shows or or shows that we were playing at mm-hmm. it's like oh before i go to the venue i have to go buy three packs of cigarettes because i'm gonna plow through three packs of cigarettes tonight i know it so i'd like prep you know heavy mm. smoker heavy gotcha. smoker um there this is a little bit of Interesting news as well that I'm not sure is going to change much, but it just kind of feels nice as well. SBA mm-hmm. urges another year of sales for PMTA submitted products. Uh, I lost this link. Oh, no, here it is. Yeah. So SBA is the Small Business Administration. This is a branch of like our federal government, from what yes. I understand. It says a federal agency dedicated to advocating for small businesses has urged FDA to pursue permission to allow vaping manufacturers to keep their products on the market for another year while their pre-market reviews are in progress. So this was a letter sent to the FDA by the Small Business Administration. And as Danielle was telling me earlier before the stream, it's kind of interesting to see a government agency defending vaping to the to the government. Like basically yeah. saying, that doesn't seem fair. Yeah. That doesn't seem fair, what you're doing to these small businesses. Exactly. So the idea is that this year, like this May, was the one-year cutoff for PMTA-submitted products. And after this year, you can't have your products on the market anymore. Is that what I understand? September 9th is the deadline. Okay, September so 9th is the September deadline. September 9th last year was the PMTA deadline. Mm-hmm. And then you got one year after you, you know, with an accepted application, you got to stay on the market for one year while you waited for your application to be looked at. The, so that new deadline is coming up this coming September 9th. Mm-hmm. So this coming September 9th, if nothing changes, even if you are Joe Blow with a PMTA that's been accepted and you're patiently waiting for the FDA to look at it, mm-hmm. come September, you have to take all your products off the market. Even though you've done everything right and you're waiting patiently, you still can't sell anymore. Yes. And so what the SBA is doing is saying, you know, FDA, like, considering they've gotten a minimum, you know, at least 6 million applications that they've processed thus far, there may very well be more that they are in the pile that nobody's gotten to yet. Um, There is like 
no chance that all of those applications are going to get looked at by September. Like it's it's not gonna it's not gonna it's happen. It's not physically like, possible. FDA is spending all their time enforcing. <laughs> you know, FDA is spending right. all their time enforcing sending out letters. Well, and they weren't prepared. Like Mitch Just Zeller himself was like, oh, yeah, we'll get like 6,000 probably. Like that's what Mitch right. Zeller, like on record. Yeah. No, 6 million. Probably. Like, <laughs> yeah. They didn't staff up enough for that. Just, you know what I mean? Even that that number is so far off that that gives me no faith in Mitch Zeller or the Centers for Tobacco Products or the FDA. If they legitimately thought we're only going to get 6,000 applications that's a huge disconnect. That's a hot, yeah, huge like they're not paying disconnect. attention, not paying no. attention at all. No, it's crazy. And so uh, the SBA sent a letter to the FDA. It says S uh, small ends vape manufacturers cannot afford to have their products pulled from the store shelves while FDA continues to review the timely submitted PMTAs for millions of ENDS products, the SBA writes. Most small ENDS manufacturers do not have the resources to absorb the losses from having their products pulled from the marketplace for several months or more. Once the FDA orders small ENDS manufacturers' products removed from the market, those small businesses will close permanently. I like this. I mean, this yeah. is weird. This is weird seeing of one federal agency defend vaping to another federal agency. I didn't think it would be the small business association that would be defending vaping. Administration. Administration. Yeah, sorry. Small business administration. Office of Advocacy, even. Small Business Administration Office of Advocacy. Office They're like, of bro. Advocacy. Bro, it's not fair to them. It's not what you're doing. That's that's how I read this is hey, mm -hmm. what you're doing is not super fair to them. Could you like you know, put the deadline out another year. Like this isn't their fault. They right. submitted on time. Yep. They did everything they're supposed to do. They're small businesses and like no small business could just sit around not being able to sell their product and wait for you mm -hmm. to, you know, like, can we'll we? just wait. Can we? We'll just wait. Can we yet? Can we yet? We can't yet. Can we yet? We can't yet. We'll just wait. We can't like yet. what business, business can sit around with no income and survive? Yeah, I mean, zero. no, no businesses. The pandemic taught us that for a lot of businesses, right? <laughs> like that, do that doesn't work. That's not a thing that can happen. Small businesses are not independently wealthy and they can't right. just like, you know, have six money. months of reserves to just sit on and just right. keep their business afloat. No, no income. Yeah. No, no income. That's not a thing. It's totally not possible. So this SBA letter to the FDA is a thing. It doesn't mean anything's going to happen, but right. It does kind of add some, you know, as uh, I'm assuming this is uh, Jim McDonald who wrote this for Vapor360. Yes. Mm -hmm. It says the SBA letter does not mean that the FDA will ask Judge Grimm to extend the enforcement grace period, but it is also an encouraging development. There has been discussions among vaping businesses and advocates about formally petitioning the FDA for a blanket extension of the deadline. This right. SBA request could add weight to such a letter and might offset the pressure of anti-vaping groups. Uh, might offset the pressure anti-vaping groups will bring to bear on the FDA. Right. Interesting. Interesting yeah, having so a federal... <laughs> I, look, I'm a libertarian and I want small governments. And so it's weird to me to praise a big federal agency for defending us against another federal agency. It just sits me with me in a real weird spot. But with that said, I'm, all, I'm, I'm in favor of this. I'm all for this. Yeah. And I think... Now, with this SBA letter happening, now is definitely the time for the vape industry to send a letter to FDA asking for a blanket extension. Yeah. I hope that 
I hope that this gets pounced upon. I hope that this yeah. gets jumped on. And I hope FDA takes it seriously because they would then, I believe, need to petition the judge. Remember Judge Grimm? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, they would need to, I believe, get his permission in order to do a blanket extension just for everybody. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what it's sounding like, essentially. And my guess is if they did that, Campaign for Tobacco-Free Kids and all their buddies would come back and, like, sue again or mm-hmm. another, mm-hmm. you know, it would be a whole thing. But And Judge Grimm seems pretty firm in his ruling as far as this is the ruling that's my ruling this has gone on long enough he seems very like you know confident uh, Mm -hmm. in his ruling that this is not going to change that this is not going to but at the same time he did grant um a delay for covid when it first happened so he's not delay like two months no, it was longer. It was May, May to September. So mm. May, June, July, August, September. So like four, four or five months. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he did allow that. So he's not entirely unreasonable. And considering that FDA was obviously completely unprepared for the number of applications they were going to get, <laughs> that's not the, the fault Thankfully. of the small businesses, right? Like that's not their fault. Right. So I personally feel there's a pretty good argument that a rational person ought to listen to. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what Judge Grimm will actually say, but I think the FDA should ask. That's what I think. I, I like that. I think the F, yes, 100%. So there's no tell. I mean, something could come of this. If something comes of this, we'll be sure to yeah. let you guys know as soon as humanly, as soon as humanly possible. What other, oh, this little newsy bit. I want to talk to you about this too. Okay, so A, oh, this is our governor, Gavin Newsom. This is our California governor, Gavin Newsom. Just look at this Look at this guy's face. This is, a, oh, it's God, a terrible that picture. picture. He's just such a smarmy guy. Is he's He looks the like most, a demon. <laughs> this look is the face. most California-looking, like, uh, uh, governor I've ever seen in my life. Just like mm-hmm. that tan smile and his perfect teeth. He's like, I am California incarnate. <laughs> He just looks like the state of California. If the state of California was a human, it would, personified, be, it would be him. Basically. It would be him personified. Yeah. But yeah. listen, Gavin Newsom's lifting all our COVID restrictions. Yeah, Indoor, like Tuesday in, or Today. It's today. Oh, today. Yeah. Today. I think today is the today Tuesday is he's Tuesday. doing it. And it's going to be – see, I think – I really like this. Obviously, I want no more mask restrictions. I want to – what I think is good is Gavin – He's basically taking the stance of like leaving it up to the businesses. He's saying there's going right. to be no state vaccine passports. There's going to be no state vaccine verifications. I'm just leaving it up to the businesses. They can ask you to see your vaccine card, but no one, the state can't. And as a libertarian, I'm fully supportive of that. I think but that, I thought I I'm read surprised yesterday. They rolled it out that way. I thought I read, unless this is an update, I read on Twitter, the, like, I don't know, yesterday, the day before, that Gavin had announced that there was going to be mm-hmm. a system mm-hmm. by which mm-hmm. you could digitally prove you had been vaccinated right. that small biz- private businesses could use, but that yes. California was going to roll it out. Like, it was going to be a thing that they were putting out so, that would allow you to digitally prove that you had been vaccinated. Right. So from what I understand, there's not going to be a state-mandated a vaccine passport of any kind, but what the state is doing is letting you digitize your card okay. so that okay. 
just as like a convenience thing. It's like, look, you can right, carry right, your right. card around with you wherever you go. It doesn't fit in your pocket or your wallet, but you're more than welcome. To no, carry it's it quite around, large. Right? Yeah. It's quite gigantic. <laughs> so we're going to let here, we'll digitize it for you, authenticated by CDC, by the state, digitally, so that mm-hmm. if you go to Home Depot and they say, well, you, you know, you have to wear a mask if you're unvaccinated, you can just go, oh, I have this here. You don't have to carry mm-hmm. the card with you. And that's right. not a thing mandated by the state. That's a thing leaving up to the businesses. As Again, Got as it. a libertarian, I'm all for this. And I think this is Got the it. best possible case scenario. And I'm surprised to see it from California because I thought for sure, I was like, California's going down this road of COVID passports, vaccine passports. They're just going to mandate them and it's going to be this terrible authoritarian thing. Turns out it didn't happen in California. So thanks, Gavin. I guess, I guess thanks, Gavin. I but I really know. like I mean, this idea. I like leaving it up to the businesses because yeah, I think that's I think, I think that that's leaves fine. ultimately the you have the control and you have the power. So if you're, you know, if there's restaurant A and they require masks always, but then this same similar restaurant that you also love doesn't, then then you get to vote like with your mm-hmm. dollars. You get to decide mm-hmm. where to go. And if your favorite place. Like if my favorite Lowe's was uh, making me do a vaccine passport and Home Depot isn't, then I get to decide, well, I'm going to go to Home Depot instead. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to have to go to Lowe's. I don't have to fiddle around with that stuff. Mm -hmm. I think it's a cool, I think it's a shocking move on on the part of California. I mean, it's less in any state than than they usually do. I mean, that's that's true. California. For me, though, I'm just going to, I mean... To each their own. Right. I believe that. And so for me personally, I'm just still wearing masks everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I've been fully vaccinated. So yeah. is my husband. A lot of still, people do. Still wearing masks. A lot still of people doing do. It. And it kills me that that has like a, a stigma associated with it now. Yeah. Dude, leave me alone. I can do whatever I want. Is, yeah. You can do whatever like, you want. I can do whatever. So, okay. Here, you, wanna, you want justification? Mm-hmm. First off, if I have a zit, no one knows. Okay. Exactly. If I have something stuck in my teeth, nobody knows. Nobody. It make I feel a lot more confident going out in a mask, not having to worry about half my face looking up whatever. Also, allergies. <clears throat> also, cold and flu season. I have not gotten sick since before the pandemic, and I wholeheartedly believe it's because of masks and extreme hand washing. Mm-hmm. I plan to mm-hmm. continue doing this mm-hmm. because I hate getting sick. Yeah. Like I'm the worst when I can't breathe out my nose, you don't want to live with me, okay? Mm, you don't want to <laughs> live in a house with me if I can't breathe out my nose. I am a holy terror. Like I am so uncomfortable and unhappy, it's ridiculous. So, <laughs> I don't I like masks cuz I think they help me not get sick from other stuff. Yeah, uh, 100%. 100% I agree with you. And I clapped back at someone on Twitter recently because they did that like clapping thing where they put the clappy emoji in between every word oh, and it I, said I do that sometimes. If you wear a mask while you're vaccinated, that is anti-science. And I said, No, it's not. A, no, it's not. And two, what if I just want to wear one? What if I just want to wear one because it helps me with allergies? What if I find my allergies are better? What if we live in the United States of America, one of the most heavily surveilled and, you know, states, countries in the world, and I don't want people... 
I don't want facial, facial recognition, recognition recognizing yeah. my face every time I go in public. I yeah. like having a little bit of anonymity. I have not worn a mask in forever. I just leave it at home. Anarchy! And I don't take it with me. I don't want to wear a mask, but if someone wants to, then that there, there should be no stigma to. attached to that. People are ridiculous. Why does someone wearing a mask affect you at all? doesn't. I like it. It, it makes doesn't. me feel safe and happy. It I want to keep wearing it. It doesn't in the same Thanks. way that if I saw a bunch of people suddenly wearing top hats, yeah. I wouldn't Who go. Who cares? What? That's anti-science. You don't need top hats. Why are you wearing a Your top hat? Your head is not that hot. That top hat Stop affects it. me somehow. And I want you to <laughs> It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Mad Mr. Fox, just allow the businesses to walk all over your rights. No, that's not what's happening. And I think you know that's not what's happening. They're not. If a business says you have to wear no a mask shirt, to come no in shoes, here. No shirt, no shoes, no service. What, what, are they are walking they, all over your rights there? Are they trampling I mean, over on. your rights because they want you to wear a T-shirt in the store? They, that's, a, that's, a little bit, uh, that's a little bit over the top. That's a little yeah, bit over no. the top. And if there's a business trampling over your rights, you know what you get to do? Vote with your dollars and don't, and go don't there. give that business any money. You, you, you keep the money to yourself or you show them. You go, I'm spending this money I would have given with you over here because they X, Y, Z. You have all the power. You have all the power. Only sheep are still wearing masks. Did you know that? David Jones has some serious uh, only sheep bah. are still wearing masks. Only Apparently, pussies wear seatbelts. Only sheep yeah. wear seatbelts. I should have the right to drive without a seatbelt. I should have the right to drive at night with no headlights on. Only sheep use headlights. Come on. Grow up. I mean, you guys, like, this is silly. Like, I'm so like I'm allowed to care what I care about, right? Have you heard? I don't know if anybody's looked into the Delta variants that's going on. That's a concern, right? You are probably still protected with the COVID vaccine, but there are other like people who haven't gotten vaccinated who exist are going to spread that around and you can still get it if you've been vaccinated. So I just want to reduce my risk as much as humanly possible. That's what I want to do. I want maximum harm reduction so I can still go out into the world and go to Hobby Lobby and get my groceries and and do the things I want to do. You shouldn't have to make that speech because literally it's just a piece of cloth over your face that affects nobody else. Exactly. Nobody else. Zero. Abdul in the chat says, no hoodies in my stores. Abdul, were you trampling all over my hoodie freedom? I should be allowed to wear a hoodie wherever I want, including your store. You're trampling on my freedoms by not allowing hoodies in your store. That's the, that's why we have, that's, I mean, private businesses. We've been all through this before. I mean, private yeah. businesses. I feel like we got way off track. So let's talk we about did. something even more controversial. <gasps> Videos show Ocean City, Maryland police force using using force on teens while enforcing the boardwalk vaping ban. Now, yep. here here's the story as I understand it. I wish this guy's name wasn't Tazier Tazier Griffin, eighteen year old. Him and some of his friends. We're walking down the, the 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 boardwalk there in Maryland, Ocean City, Maryland. Walking down the walking down the boardwalk. Some of them were vaping, right? From what I understand, vaping's not yes. allowed on the boardwalk. 
No, so, Maryland has rolled uh, vaping in with their smoking smoke ban. So policy, anywhere, yeah. right, anywhere you can't smoke, you also can't vape. And the boardwalk, apparent from what I understand, they have like designated smoking areas or something, or you can't smoke on the boardwalk. So that means you can't vape also. Mm-hmm. So, th- so that's the rule. So they were vaping. Cops came up and said, hey, you can't vape here. They said, okay, well, they put them away. And then they started to walk off. Well, apparently... Griffin here pulled his vape back out, and that was enough to set these police officers on edge, uh, and they kind of just went bananas. A witness said that the officer grabbed the team's arm multiple times, and Griffin pulled away before, as the footage shows, he raised his hands, ends up getting tased to the ground, hogtied, drug away. Mm-hmm. This is bananas to me. Yeah. This is this is beyond bananas to me. There was another kid that got kneed in the ribs multiple times. I at think full it's force. that same kid. I think they were because di- there's actually two groups or one group that split into two. It's a little. There's still this just happened, so there's still you it know reports coming happened, out. Yeah. Um, but there was either one large group that kind of split, or there were two distinct groups. There was a multiple vaping situations. But I think it was a different because I've watched both videos and the build of and the backpack was different mm-hmm. on the guy who got need. He, it um, was. So there, there was another. You know, there were multiple different like uses of force that were just completely outrageous. Crazy. Considering, like Crazy. the punishment for this is like a fine or a citation or something. It's not. I mean, it's just. This okay. <sighs> Uh, let me just read this from uh, Vapen360. This is Jim McDonald. Uh, violent confrontation that led to the arrest of several black teenagers who were vaping Saturday night on the famous Ocean City, Maryland boardwalk has gotten attention from civil rights advocates, drug policy reformers, and even rap star Ice-T. But the Ocean City Police Department defended the police officers' actions. Of course they did. They said our officers are permitted to use force per their training to overcome exhibited resistance. Exhibited resistance. I want you to watch this video. It's about a minute long. Tell me if you see exhibited warning, resistance. Warning. 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 If you haven't seen this video, it's a little bit disturbing. If you, you know, you watch a guy get tased, go to the ground. Uh, he gets beat on pretty good. He gets hogtied uh, and dehumanized and arrested and actually pulled like they grabbed him and, and kind of uh, held him like a, some sort of animal just out and arrested him. Uh, it's pretty awful, so let's watch it. Thank you. 
Okay, so that's a thing that happened. It's a little bit, I mean, that's a little bit jarring to me. Yeah. And I can see, look, I'm trying to look at all points of this, and I'm trying to see from the point of view of police officers, and they do have to deal with dangerous people all the time, and reaching for sure. something definitely could have pulled out something dangerous there. Sure. Chances are, because they had seen him with a vape, and his only crime so far was vaping on the boardwalk, when they're yelling at him to take off his backpack and get on the ground and take off his backpack and get on the ground and he reaches to take off his backpack and then they tase him. That's what well, I that's saw the, happen. That, and that's the problem. That's what is it you've like got, to me. There were like 10 officers there and I think at least three of them were all shouting different instructions at him. So I believe some were saying, keep your hands up and some were saying, take your backpack off. What is a person exactly to do? Like me in that situation, I would have been like, can you guys all get on the same page, please? And yeah. so decide what exactly it is you want me to do. Right. Because like this guy says, take the backpack off. And this guy says, keep your hands up. He mm -hmm. was clearly going for the strap on the clearly. backpack. That's how to you take, take it off, off a That's backpack. That's how you take a backpack off. He was like swinging his arms around. He didn't no. pull something out and like swing it around or anything. He no. was literally just taking off his backpack. Literally just Which taking off his backpack. he was also being asked to do. And, and I'm not, this isn't, uh, you know, I'm not an ACAB guy. I'm not, uh, you know, sure, there needs to be police reform. I'm a libertarian, so I'm against qualified immunity. This isn't like a, a race thing. I'm not trying to turn this into a race thing. I'm not trying to turn this into an all cops or bastards kind of thing. I'm saying from what I've seen in this video, that was not a proportionate response to the crime no. of vaping. No. Tell me if you think this part too, this is even more shocking, everybody. So I apologize. You're going to be... You're going to be traumatized after seeing this. So they ended up arresting four people total, all, all I'm assuming from the same group of, uh, of, of, you know, they say teenagers, but he, he was 18. Some people said 17. Some people said 18. Some people I think said there was 19. A I was a range. It was between, I think, 17 and 19. Okay. I thought I heard most of them were 18 or 19. But in my view, as a 34-year-old woman, those are still kids. I'm sorry. They can't legally buy cigarettes. So Sure. Sure. They can't. And here's the thing. You, you're assuming that this this guy's a local guy because they just graduated high school. They're spending their summer, their senior days, like whatever, at the boardwalk. What if? They're not. They're from Pennsylvania. This was like a school trip or something. Oh, they're not even local. No, I believe I read they were from Pennsylvania. Yeah. What? Okay. They're tourists. So they're tourists. Basically. So what if that was just some other tourist family or like, you're 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 in Maryland? Maybe you don't know the local laws. Maybe you don't know the local ordinances. Maybe you grab out your vape. Maybe you light up a cigarette on the boardwalk 
Is that a report a proportionate response to the crime of vaping on the boardwalk? No. Definitely not. And I don't no. see how you can see it is. Those knees that that guy was getting, we, in America we call those freedom kicks. Th those are called freedom kicks. You know, the police officers, I, they freedom kick you into straight up into jail. And did you see the way that they carried him out of there? Sorry, that's completely unnecessary. There's no need to dehumanize someone to that point. You let them walk. Yeah. It's ridiculous. That really upset me. Like that put me in a really, because that could, I just look at this poor dude vaping. What if it was someone you knew? What if it was your brother? What if it, you know, I have friends that have kids that are teenagers. What if it was one of my kids, you know, one of my friend's kids there? What if it was someone from my family who didn't know about any of the local laws or ordinances? Uh, it's infuriating. It's infuriating. Um, it says this, uh, I'm reading again from Jim McDonald, Vaping 360. It says, this incident wouldn't have happened if not for the city's ban on public smoking and vaping on the boardwalk. E-cigarettes are included in the ban, along with combustible tobacco products like cigarettes and cigars. When this law was passed in 2015, manager, city manager David Recor said incidents like the one last weekend wouldn't happen. How many times? How many times? How many times do we have to say, this is an unintended consequence of your legislation. And then they go, no. And then that unintended consequence happens. Happens. So many times now. We talked about it in Massachusetts. Oh, if you ban flavors, XYZ is going to happen. What happened in Massachusetts? The exact, you know, they lost, what, $140 million in revenue for the state. In San Francisco, they banned flavors. What happened? Smoking goes back up. When we did a show on TBN about the menthol ban, and we talked about this exact scenario of unnecessary interactions, interactions. between nonviolent, maybe people breaking the law technically by smoking or vaping in a place that they shouldn't be. But those interactions are going to be way more frequent, way more severe. Uh, Spike Cohen, one of my, uh, you know, one of my dudes I follow, he, he was the vice presidential uh you know oh the libertarian Liber party the, the libertarian party mm -hmm. guy hang on let me try it. he's he he retweeted this he did yeah he retweeted this and i thought i had a screenshot of his thingy my deal yeah here he is here's spike talking about it uh we we warned this would happen this is how laws are enforced now watch what happens with menthols it's gonna be 50 times the worse same. with menthols 100 times worse with menthols it's gonna be the same thing I mean, the fact With that menthols. people are out there and they're thinking like, okay, we're going to pass a law about a thing, mm -hmm. but everything is going to be fine. You got, how are laws in this country enforced? Answer me that question. Two ways. They're enforced by police officers. Police officers violently or money. That's, that's the two ways you enforce right. laws. Right. Primarily police officers. Police officers, as we have all kind of established, there's an issue here. Now we can we can argue about what exactly that issue is. Thing. Right. There's there's a lot of issues, I would argue, but I think we can all agree there are issues. One of those issues being, I think, that the type of training that officers get with the guns and with the, you know, kind of violent force that's needed, when you're a hammer, everything looks like a nail, okay? And so whether you're enforcing this law or that law, it it kind of all blurs together and they act the same. This regardless. is how we enforce the law. 
Right. You, you enforce, enforce laws, laws with, laws full with violence. Yes, that's the only way. Or money, right? A reasonable response to this would have been a, a ticket, right? A fine. Yes. Like, write this kid, oh, you're only 18. Here's a $500 fine. Maybe next time you won't vape on the boardwalk. And look, nobody went to jail. Nobody got freedom kicks to the ribs. Nobody was hogtied. Nobody was tased. Four other kids weren't also arrested in the kerfuffle that followed. There, I mean, I still don't agree a with the fine to because in some families, $500 could bankrupt them. Like sure, they may not but be able worse to pay than rent. like... Now what they did kid, is they walked up and said, you can't vape here. And the kids grumbled and said, okay, and we're walking away. And right. one of them in defiance, as the young people Just do, rebellion. took another two, you know, while walking away. <laughs> Officer! Just let it go. Mm -hmm. They're leaving. What is the problem? Why oh, did man. you need to? You know, no, in man. my opinion, that was because that guy, that officer, got very upset that someone deigned to, you disobey. know, disobey. They were leaving. Just let it go. I mean, give me a, re a legitimate reason why there would be a reason to pursue that when they were walking away and complying other than one guy who was like, ah, I'm going to do a rebel vape anyway on my there way out. Like, they're kids. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. Well, and see, now, sure, like a $500 fine probably would have been bad, not great for this guy. $500 fine wouldn't be good for anybody. Wouldn't no. be good for me. Wouldn't be good for this kid. Or, I mean, yes, but he's... He, he's he's a criminal now. He's been in jail. He's going to have a yeah. record. He It's not yes. just disorderly he conduct. He has yeah. two counts of aggravated assault against the police officers. So this kid who was literally just vaping now has a record, now is a criminal, and is facing assault charges against the police officers. This did not need to happen. No. None of this needed to happen. Ethan no. Nadelman has a great quote from this article where he says, uh, anyone who thinks banning vapes, flavored cigs, or menthol cigarettes is not going to replicate what we've seen with marijuana prohibition, i.e. police arresting lots of young people, especially boys and men of color, well, think again. What would he know? That's just Ethan Nadelman. He just founded the Drug Policy Alliance, and he happens to be a pretty, pretty big harm reduction advocate as well. But yeah. What's going to happen with menthol? This was a a glimpse into drug war 2.0 that's going on against vaping and cigarettes and menthol. It's being enforced the same exact way because they don't know how to enforce anything any other way. There's only threat of violence to enforce laws or money. And I wish they would have just fined this guy instead of now having aggravated assault against him. It's infuriating. I mean, this I just sat and stewed in this basically all day. It's really sad. It's really very sad. And I'm even like, I'm going through all of these like logical fallacies in my own head that I'm completely aware of, but I'm attributing things to this guy like, what if he was just a smoker? What if he had quit with vaping? And he took, you know, I, you, he is a human. He's a human with a name and a, and a person, and he's a person in a family, and he has his own hopes and fears and dreams, and he was just on the boardwalk vaping, and now he is a criminal in prison. Thanks exactly. to, you know, legislation from Campaign for Tobacco for Kids where they push for things like uh, usage bans anywhere that smoking is. Campaign for Tobacco for Kids released their own sort of 
statement about this, our statement on the disturbing law enforcement incident that occurred in Ocean City, Maryland. We are horrified. Campaign for Tobacco Free Kids is horrified and outraged by the incident of police violence against black teenagers in Ocean City, Maryland this weekend. There is absolutely no place for violence and abuse in enforcing tobacco laws. Our purpose of such the purpose of such laws is to keep people safe and healthy. Our communities cannot be safe and healthy when police choose to enforce these laws with violence, often disproportionately against black and brown people. There must be a full investigation of this incident and accountability for all the use of force used against these young people. But by the way, we're not going to stop pushing for these laws to right. be created in all the states <laughs> right. and all the places but everywhere. We're going to keep pushing for these laws. We're going to keep pushing for and supporting these laws despite the obvious unintended consequences of them. And to be fair, and I know that you maybe didn't want to get into this, but I'm just going to go ahead and stick my foot in it. Stick we it. do know statistically that laws like this are disproportionately enforced against people of color. We have statistics yes, yes. for this. Look at stop and frisk in New York. It was disproportionately used against people of color. And that's because a lot of police officers view those people as more criminal than white people. And they tend to use that as an excuse to engage, to try to find some sort of larger crime or get in. That's, it's just a thing that happens. Yeah, you I mean, guys, you can look at, at this point, facts. it's not, you can look at the data. It's not really I mean, debatable. Like it's just <laughs> not. And so, you know, people of color are more impacted by these trivial little things that are just excuses for the police to get involved, looking for something else. We know this. And so we've, Everybody, countless people told to, you know, campaign for tobacco free kids and everybody else on the planet that this was exactly what was going to happen. And it has happened. And now campaign for tobacco free kids is like, oh, we think it's bad. Yeah. You don't get to distance yourself you from yeah, this nope, when nope. everyone told you this was going to happen and you did it anyway. You don't oh, get I'm to be so outraged. Mad. Yeah, you don't get to be outraged at the no. co at the unintended consequences of something that you helped push and create. When we told you it was going to happen. When we told when you, you did. it was going to happen. My camera Nick died. Nick got so mad that his camera went my, my out, camera you guys. The rage is exhausted. infused into the technology, <laughs> and his camera just went, I can't anymore. Done. All right, hang on. I'm just getting a battery real quick. It is infuriating. That statement from Tobacco Free Kids infuriated me like nothing has. So, like, you don't. Honestly, and I tweeted this. It sounds a lot like thoughts and prayers to me. It sounds does. a it lot does. like sounds when there's a school like shooting and, and the NRA goes, thoughts and prayers. Mm -hmm. That's what that sounds like to me. Mm -hmm. And we don't need to get into gun control things. But the idea that you push for policy and bad things happen and then you just go, oh, no, that Oops. sucks. Yeah. I, and OK. And here's something else. I, no, I don't want to bring this up to it. I don't want to bring. No? Speaking of being outraged at things that you had control over, I was really thrown off at the NAACP being outraged about this while also supporting the menthol ban. That is a weird-ass stance to take. Yeah, it was the ACLU who didn't support yeah, the menthol ban, Yeah, the ACLU ban, was against the menthol ban. But NAACP was but the for NAACP it? the NAACP was for it. And okay. then the representative girl from the NAACP today tweeted out how outraged she was at this happening, and I thought... What 
You like how big of a schematic drawn out do people need like this dot (laughs) connects to this dot. Right. Do you see it? You can't you can't be outraged when the when your law is fully realized, consequences and all. I mean no, I'm sorry, you don't you you don't. I don't you don't get to be. You don't get to be, especially if you helped promote it. So hey, Look, I told you we're going to have some heavy topics. To, <laughs> I told you we're going to have some heavy topics today. We have some heavy topics today. At the end of the day, look, we're just here to defend vaping. I'm not here to commentary, run commentary on uh, on police. I can only comment comment on what I see, and what I saw did not sit right with me in any no. capacity. Completely no. unnecessary. Completely unnecessary. The cops were the adults in that situation. Yeah. They Told them to stop doing it, watch them walk away, and be done with it. If one kid still pulls out his vape, let it go, bro. Yeah, or you find him, or you know what? You you just arrest him and you put him in cuffs and you drag him off. Or yeah, I don't even feel like you don't need to. It's vaping, okay? This is a citational ordinance. I don't even think you can be arrested for this. It's like a fine. No arresting. Write a ticket if you absolutely need to. Don't do that either, but but if you know what I mean, like, please just just tell people not how about a verbal warning and, you know, kind of walk with them away. You know, yeah, there are so many like how do the rest of us go about our lives getting people to do things for us or that we want them to do without tasing them? There's a lot of <laughs> ways know. throughout my There's life. I get my husband to do something without a taser. Okay. <laughs> I get my mailman yes. to do something I want him to do yes. without a taser. Without a taser. Like, without, common uh, without sense. threat of violence. Without, common uh, sense. you know, any. <laughs> common sense. I'm sorry. I just common cannot sense. with this. I Look, cannot with this. Yeah. I don't you know, care if you think that the police are like infallible common sense okay well nobody ever says fuck the fire department you know that's all i'm saying nobody ever says fuck the fire department they come up they do have a a really dangerous job they have an exceedingly dangerous job they don't complain about it they don't uh you know if someone's in the house that's burning they don't tase them and drag them out they don't even have have been in this burning house you should have been Nobody ever says fuck the fire department. All right, uh, let's move on. Let's move on from this. This was just a really weird incident. And then look, this this was has this was one of the most viral things I've seen in a really long time. I hate that term viral, but this oh, really? really did pick up momentum quickly. I saw it just tweeted from some random person, and then before I knew it, every verified person on Twitter was tweeting about this. No big news outlets were tweeting about this yet. Mm. Washington Post was the only one I've seen. But this thing, this vi- these videos spread around like crazy, crazy. And look, I mean, we can talk about uh, common sense, uh, o- obeying police. It's cool. I mean, those are all real good ideas until you're in that situation and 18 people are yelling something different at you. And then before yeah. you can do anything, you're tased on the ground. Right. Cool. But... Moving on to something much cooler than that, let's get into a main thing. (laughs) 
I'm still kind of mad, but I had to make myself dance. I was like, girl, I you were reluctantly dancing. You need reluctantly to dancing. You might be mad. Your head. Dance. It'll See, make you feel better. It kills me of just like tourists. Like if there was a tourist in, I, I keep coming back to this. If you don't know the local laws and you're on the boardwalk and you didn't see the no smoking sign. Right. This could have just been some tour. I mean, kills me. Yeah. Kills he did me. an interview where he said he didn't see any signs. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we're moving on to greater things. Let's take a trip in a time machine, shall we, friends? Let's okay. take a trip to uh, about a year ago. About a year ago, summer 2020, we, we were inundated, inundated with headlines like this from the New York Times. Smokers and vapors may be at greater risk of COVID-19. You saw these headlines, don't say you. Oh, yes. CNN ran with uh, why COVID-19 might make you rethink your smoking habits. Mm -hmm. uh, the Hill had a great uh, piece that said, youths who vape smoke, youths who vape or smoke over five times more likely to contract coronavirus. The Hill reporting mm -hmm. that five times more likely, mm -hmm. five times more likely, Blumenthal. Mm -hmm. Blumenthal calls for a ban of all say all flavored vaping products sites heightened heightened COVID-19. Senator Richard Blumenthal is calling for an immediate ban on the sale of all flavored vaping products saying they heightened the risk of spreading COVID-19. Based on nothing, he just <laughs> he just said it. He just said it and then and then went because I said that we should we should ban these yeah. now because I yeah. said that it's bad yeah. for for uh, for sure Blumenthal just just making shit up mm -hmm. no scientific anything uh, let's see oh yeah we had the the, the wonderful Diane Feinstein uh -huh. tweeted and she said we're facing a youth vaping crisis that is being exacerbated by the pandemic most people who use e-cigarettes are now five times more likely to be diagnosed with COVID nineteen. We can stop this vaping crisis by preventing minors from buying e-cigarettes in the, in the first place. Mm -hmm. Five times more likely. Mm -hmm. This mm -hmm. is an elected official. This is a career politician. This is Diane Feinstein. She's been in mm -hmm. office for 50 years now or something like that. <laughs> Raja Krishnamurthy, my, one of my favorite dudes of all time. Oh, God. A new study found that youths who vape are five times more likely to contract COVID-19. Due to that frightening revelation, I have requested that the FDA clear the market of e-cigarettes for the duration of the pandemic in order to protect our young people. Wrong, Raja. Way wrong. This wasn't mm -hmm. limited to just the United States. Philstar, vaping is spreading COVID-19 faster. To prevent a further spread of the coronavirus disease in the country, health experts from the Philippines Pediatric Society renewed their call for an immediate ban on the use of vapes or e-cigarettes. What about Kate Brown up there in Oregon? Kate Brown said, as we face COVID-19, which attacks respiratory systems, it's even more important to protect the lungs of Oregon's young folks, whose e-cigarette use has jumped 80%. These practical recommendations show us the necessary steps to keep them safe. Yeah. Then mm -hmm. if you, when you ban it and someone's using it and a cop sees them, then, mm. they, then they're just, what's whatever. They're a criminal now. They're arrested. Yeah. Protect those youths. Just start 
rounding up youths who who are using uh, vaping products. Campaign for Tobacco-Free Kids even said, not only are flavored e-cigarettes addicting a new generation to nicotine, experts warn smoking and vaping can worsen COVID-19. This is the worst time to allow the predatory industry to hook kids on these on these dangerous products. And then look, lastly, this is the one, and you told me this is going to be my favorite one. Mm-hmm. Old Mike. Mike said the FDA has stated that those with underlying health issues who use e-cigarettes may have an increased risk for serious complications from COVID-19. They must ask, qu- act quickly to ensure our kids are no longer at risk. With underlying health issues and use e-cigarettes. That's what he said. That is the mm-hmm. dumbest, most non-scientific statement I, I've seen a rich person make literally ever. But that's all we heard all year long was that vaping and COVID, they're linked. If you vape, you're going to get COVID. Not only are you going to get it quicker, it spreads it faster and you have more severe outcomes from it. Well, literally all of that was based on this one Stanford study. And I don't even want to use air quotes. No, it's not even air quote worthy of being a study. It was an online poll for adolescents conducted by Stanford anonymously 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 I mean we had I had Michelle Mitten on this show we talked all about it I'll link down the description we we talk about the Stanford study but it was all of that everything you just saw was all based on that Stanford study well now fast for yeah study I don't even like it was a poll it was a poll was, of like it was 50 right. kids and they didn't even do the math properly no they didn't even do the math properly in the study because if you didn't watch that episode with michelle mitten essentially what happened is that people who the survey takers who reported smoking or vaping also reported getting tested for covid more than people who said they did not smoke or vape and common sense tells you that if you then ask how many of you have had a positive COVID test, well, you can't have a positive test if you didn't get tested. So the group who got tested more is going to have more positives because they even got a test. <laughs> that doesn't <coughs> prove anything. No, nope. you have to you have to account for yeah. those kinds of variables because otherwise it is going to look like vaping and smoking makes you have it no it's because they took more tests it's because the and that and they also came to some wacky conclusions in this stanford study straight up nutty conclusions where past e-cig use was associated with a higher risk of infection for covid19 but current than current use yeah doesn't that doesn't, doesn't make even any make any sense. If you read that conclusion, you'd go, that doesn't make any sense. But Raja Krishnamurthy saw that conclusion and went, I'm going to tweet about that and introduce legislation in order to ban vaping. All he of that. He looked at that and went, okay. Oh, okay, yeah. No need to, whatever. Just I'll take that for face value. Well, now that mm-hmm. we can fast forward a year and now we have some actual science, yes. now the headline says, well, what's this? Well, what's that say? Vapors and smokers not more likely to be infected with COVID-19? That is crazy. 
Despite concerns from earlier in the coronavirus pandemic that vaping and smoking could lead to an increased risk of becoming infected with the virus, a new study found that tobacco and electronic cigarette users were not more susceptible to the infection. This study was conducted by Mayo Clinic researchers and published in the Journal of Primary Care and Community Health found a lack of a connection between vaping and coming down with COVID-19. In fact, they discovered that smokers were 57% less likely to contract the virus. So kind of everything we've been mentioning and talking about, I've mentioned uh, at least 100 different times on this stream and other streams that smokers are underrepresented in COVID hospitalizations. Correct. They just are. There, and yes. there's no way around it. That's They just are. And that's yep. what the data says. And, and it's worldwide. And it's world. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's worldwide. So I'm going to link in the description to a townhall.com where I read some of this, but I'm also going to link to uh, Jim McDonald and Vaping, uh, Vaping 360 because they also wrote about it as well. Uh, in this last town hall part, it says, while there was no evidence uh, of how vapes impacted COVID infections or hospitalizations, the New York State Academy of Family Physicians in February 2020 called for Andrew Governor Cuomo to ban flavored e-cigarettes from being sold because of a perceived risk at that time that smokers were of an increased risk of severe coronavirus symptoms. However, electronic cigarettes, which have proven to be much safer than tobacco smoking, are not the same as smoking, and they got lumped into the same the same thing, the same, the same, you know, uh, regulations or limitations or whatever flavor ban you want to call it, just because of this COVID nineteen thing, just just because of this flawed assumption study assumption. Because right. they'd been saying it before that that study even came out. They were just people were assuming just speculating. Smoke bad. Yep. Vape probs bad too. Yep. Therefore, COVID. Like that was there. <laughs> yep. I'm telling you, that and, you was know, the end of that, you know, thought process. It wasn't. And even look, even being like a rational, reasonable person myself, even I kind of gave credence to it and went, oh, okay. Like smokers, it's a respiratory thing. That really does kind of make a little bit of sense to my un uneducated Could mind. Could you know? be, maybe, but there's also, it's complicated. There's a lot of other, because like, while smokers are underrepresented in COVID cases, yeah, when there is a person who smokes who gets COVID, they tend to have more serious outcomes related to it. So there is something to be said for smoking potentially weakening your lungs, mm -hmm. but there are also theories about why there could be a preventative or mm -hmm. a therapeutic, you know, angle here because of the nicotine, not mm -hmm. because of the smoking. We know that combustion is bad for your lungs. Yes, we know this, but nicotine up in here is a different little situation. And so there may be yep. Some competing theories about how that could be either therapeutic or protective, but it they just ugh, I'm I'm so <laughs> glad that there is real science now. I'm and so this, glad that there's real science. This is an actual study, okay? Right, right, an right. Actual this isn't, study, uh, an online survey, uh, no. anonymous online survey in any capacity. This no, because uh, if uh, what I for, I remember reading this properly because this was actually I think didn't they use a um was it like a let's see 
patient demographic. Uh, just trying to look at like how they actually ran this. Yeah, it's a, so this is from, uh, I'm just going to read from Vapen360 because yeah, Jim do McDonald it. does a real good job. He says, despite dire warnings from tobacco control activists, there is no evidence that vaping increases the risk of being infected with SARS-CoV-2, the coronavirus that causes COVID-19. That's the conclusion of a study published by the Mayo Clinic researchers in the Journal of Primary Care and Community Health. It says the team analyzed data of over 69,000 patients. 69,000 yes. patients. yes. 69,000 patients. <laughs> with actual test results, right? right? Not a survey that says, nope. did you get a positive result? Please right. don't lie. <laughs> actual test results, okay? Actual test results. 69,000 patients who visited Mayo facilities between September 2019 and November right. 2020 that determined that current or former e-cigarette use was not associated with a COVID-19 diagnosis. There you go. Black and white. Yes. Clear as crystal. Not associated. Jim McDonald goes on and on about uh, what everybody, like basically everybody's reactions. Feinstein, Krishnamurthy, because of this, you know, wanting to, wanting to, you know, limit vaping because of this connection to COVID-19. It says uh, on April 1st, yeah, Representative Raja Krishnamurthy temporarily asked the FDA to clear the market based on that really flawed study. It says uh, scientists who began researching the potentially protective effects of nicotine were pillioured. Come on, Jim McDonald, why use confusing words for me? I mean, he is smart. He you is have to smart. let him have a few uh, smart words every once in a while. Uh, Pilliard is uh, punishment. Oh, to put in a pillory. Oh, a pillory as punishment. Okay. Uh, okay, I get you there. Pilloried by anti-tobacco organizations accusing them of being tobacco industry tools. Yet clinical trials with nicotine patches were planned at a French hospital. Mm -hmm. So this is actually actually actual science in fact let me switch it to the jim mcdonald headline since that's what we're talking about this is a mayo clinic study this is mm -hmm. going to be hard hard yeah. hard to sweep under the rug yeah right off as oh you're funded by the tobacco industry so what you found is not relevant right that's this what was, they do that's what they do this was a hundred percent funded by the mayo clinic hundred percent reported uh funded by the mayo clinic um oh i lost off where i was reading hang on hang on hang on everybody hanging hang on uh oh he's just uh so he talks about bonnie helpern flesher talking oh, about yeah, the co-authors they refuse to provide any of the raw numbers for their for their survey participants um, but researcher Brad Radu, huh? Huh? Okay. Uh, that the eye popping results of five and seven times more likely were based on just five and three survey responses? Yeah, that probably. can't be real. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, that is real. I have no problem believing that whatsoever from these buffoons. So, okay. So, you mean to tell me, <laughs> you mean to tell me that. Stanford did an anonymous 
Online no, no, not survey. Stanford. Bonnie, who happens to be associated with Stanford. Okay, that's so for, it. It's I not mean, Stanford. Okay, so Bonnie Halpern Flesher at yes. Stanford. Is that is that an accurate? At yes. Stanford. Who happens to work at Stanford? Who happens to work at Stanford? Did an anonymous online survey. Correct. Where three of the survey responses were of a certain answer, and then based that three to 5% on just five to three survey answers. And everybody literally picked up on it. Well, sure, because <laughs> nobody looks at the math. Everybody literally picked up on it. But now when we have an actual science study done oh, so by the Mayo Clinic, now it's just crickets. It's just crickets yeah. everywhere. And nobody's going to go back and correct it raja krishnamurthy no i would i would i would take a million dollar bet that raja krishnamurthy isn't going to go back and correct what he had said earlier about covid19 and vaping because see now no. we're at the end of covid19 it doesn't matter anymore his lie can just live forever on twitter and now yep. that it's been corrected a year later when it's not at like the forefront of the news cycle he's just going to get away with it man exactly feinstein's just going to get away with it Yep. Who's I want why won't anybody pick this up? <laughs> that makes me insane. So if we look, if we look at the actual actual study, which we do have the ability to do. Yes, here? I gave you the link. Yeah. My, look at that. My favorite, make sure you read the very very last sentence of the discussion. Make sure it's, you get to that. So this is really bizarre. This whole study is really bizarre because it's presented what feels like almost reluctance. Did you get a reluctant vibe from this study at all? Um, I got a vibe of like reluctance. they're not like pro e-cigarettes cuz one of the lines says, although e-cigarettes have the well-documented potential yeah. for harm, comma. Yeah. So they're not, these are not advocates. You know what I mean? These people aren't vapors. Okay. Yeah. They're not, you know, but it's also written like a very, you know, dry medical. Very dry. So it know. says, yeah, patients who used only e-cigarettes were not more likely to have a COVID-19 diagnosis. That's where it sits right there. Right. But then down here it says, although e-cigarettes have a well-documented potential for harm, right. they do not appear to increase susceptibility to SARS-CoV-2 infection. Well-documented potential for harm. They, and so then this is, you know, a big long study. We're going to look through the results down here. And then you're going to come down here and you're going to see, uh, here it is again. Although e-cigarettes have a well-documented potential for harm. And they even cite they have citations here oh sure yeah how many junky studies are there saying vaping it's, is gonna kill you it's two studies and they're both about evoli <laughs> right that's there. all you got evoli updated but not forgotten outbreak acute respiratory uh illness in individuals who vape jama open network uh 2020 and then this one Yep, uh, clinical imaging of electronic cigarette or vaping product use associated lung injury among patients. So a volley. Okay, not associated with e-cigarettes, but okay. Not associated with e-cigarettes at all. No. And that, I hate that they had to, that they even included that. Why I mention Ivali? It has nothing to do with vaping. It has nothing to do with e-cigarettes. 
e-cigarettes a lot don't of have these a people... well-documented potential for harm uh, yeah that's the problem like you, sometimes when you look at this research you just have to be like you know when you have that uncle who has a real weird view on something and he's a really good contractor and you really need him to help renovate your kitchen <laughs> sure, but sure. he thinks that there's lizard people living in the sewers sure, like sure. sometimes you have to be like you are so misinformed on this one part, but I really like your yeah, skill. I, you know what I really like is I like that you went through almost 70,000, 69,000 patients mm-hmm. and found no, no link between smoking, vaping, COVID-19. 69,000 patients. That has to account for something. How? Yeah. That is a huge sample. That is a legit sample size. That is a legitimate sample size. And this is, I mean, maybe this is where I get that like reluctant feeling from, although e-cigarettes do have a potential. How do we correct the Mayo Clinic on this? (laughs) How? How can we possibly correct the Mayo Clinic on this? I have no idea. Maybe the Mayo Clinic will do more studies where they realize that e-cigarettes aren't Evoli and never were Evoli. But that is the only like weird hang epi thing about this entire study. And I'm going to put a link in the description. Oh, read the last sentence though. Oh, let me hang on. Let me read this last sentence. Where was the last sentence here? Um, Future work. Yeah. Future work should evaluate whether e-cigarette use could moderate COVID-19 outcomes. Yeah, it should. Uh, Yeah. Oh, okay. That's interesting. There you go. I think that that is very interesting. So they kind and I of appreciate kind of that even there. though they're clearly not pro-vaping, they are willing to acknowledge science. They are willing to acknowledge science. And that's, you know, that's what you that's what you look for in in a scientist that you follow or that you you respect or you look up to. They want to, you know, you want to you want to learn more. You want to learn everything you can about it even if it means that you were wrong before. And now you get to be right. So that that idea of constantly striving for the truth and constantly stri- trying to find that scientific truth, you're right. That is very, uh, I guess it's a little bit reassuring. I yeah. guess it's a little bit reassuring in that sh- maybe in the future, we'll see some other really, really thorough science from Mayo Clinic regarding vaping, regarding e-cigarettes, science it's fingers a year crossed. late yeah I mean, fingers crossed it's a year late not a year late it's well, honestly probably right probably on time needed because to, they, needed they probably time shouldn't to do have this. been speculating about this and going no. off of no science to begin with no you know, they that, should not have. that should not have been happening anonymous online surveys by the way yeah. there was some abysmally low number compared to like this real study had like sixty nine thousand people bonnie's survey i can't even i think it had like 4,000 yeah, people had, or something. Uh, it was so low. Like, was really, or maybe it was really like 1,100 or something. It was like a single digit thousand number, I feel like. And it was not impressive. It was not impressive. I was looking for that same exact number. I can't. I think I, for some reason, I want to say it was like 1,100 people took the survey or something. It was abysmally low. Abysmally low. Couldn't not couldn't hold a candle to 67,000 60, 67, test subjects. No, or, or with actual confirmed test results. Right, actual not confirmed just test results. Asking not if just you got asking. one. Right, it's not National Youth Tobacco Survey. Yeah, 
You're not just relying on underage kids to tell the truth. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which, why are we relying on that anyway? Why would we rely on kids to tell the truth? If you ask me in seventh grade, if I smoked weed, I'm going to tell you no. And there's some kids that for very strange reasons are going to say yes when they don't. Like, yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. When they don't. Yeah. It's crazy. So, uh, I'm going to post some links down in the description to kind of literally everything I talked about going back to the SSBA standing up for some PMTA products. I'm mm-hmm. uh, going to, you know, we're going to, we're going to post links to the ocean city, Maryland police department, uh, arresting that poor kid for vaping. It's goofy. What a goofy news cycle. Mm-hmm. This was one of those things where a few days ago, I feel like we weren't going to have much to talk about. And then in the last right. three days, it's been like, oh, here's a chaos. ton of shit. <laughs> chaos is yeah. what happened. Just literal chaos. Just chaos happened. Mm-hmm. So, oh, man. All right. Well, like I said, I'm going to put a whole mess of links down in the description. Uh, I have been completely ignoring the super chats. Uh, and I Oh, we should go through those. Tremendously sorry. I did. I, it was completely off my radar. There's only a few of them. We baby Seamus. That's very gracious of you. Uh, 6,000 is completely not knowing what the actual market is that you are going after. Yes. Yes. Oh, to Mitch Zeller's. Yeah. Yeah. To mm-hmm. Mitch Zeller's point of completely not knowing what the actual market that you're going after hundred yeah. percent yeah. we baby a hundred percent and then you sent another super super chat that says i meant technically yes but so what <laughs> i mean oh, man. technically yes so what that whole so what thing set a new precedent for politicians mm-hmm. and, yep. and i know i bring this up every time but the idea that a politician can acknowledge something and then completely dismiss it yeah. and continue like, on like their own path. Like, whoa, like, that's crazy. Facts? Ha! Yeah. Facts? What do I care? Dave Lloyd, that's very gracious of you. Spread the truth. Keep on fighting the good fight, Nick. Legion Vape sent me to help you keep the truth out there. Oh, all right. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to you, Legion Vape. Shout out to you, Dave Lloyd. I appreciate that. And then uh, Ujib. Very gracious of you. You didn't say anything. Yeah, you didn't have to. That's going to, I don't know, help fight the fight the <laughs> fight the good fight of uh, nicotine and vaping. So, uh, yeah, I guess we're I guess we're wrapping up now. We we, all, we seem to have a little bit of time left over. Do you want to let's, talk about my video let's games? Catch up with, oh yeah, let's catch up with Danielle and video games. I don't have a bumper. You want to do the newsy things again? Yeah, let's do that. Sure. Yeah. I feel like and the such as basically describes anything we want it to. Yeah, and so. the such as is whatever. And the such as is, is everything. And all the things. And all basically. the things. And all the such as. Danielle's been playing video games. Yes. And I need to know about video games, Danielle Jones. Okay. So if people are like hardcore gamers, they're probably going to laugh at me. Because this is not, I am not playing Call of Duty and shooting people, you guys. This is not, I don't have the hand-eye coordination for that. I get way too overwhelmed by loud noises and people running around. So I can't do games like that. However, I really like strategy games, Mm. time management games, and multitasking games. Okay, sounds like work. Oh, the brain. Okay. (laughs) So there is a game, you guys. There is a a one and two. So there's a game called Overcooked. So they have Overcooked and Overcooked 2. And in this game, first off, it's a cooperative game. So you have to play with other people. Oh, okay, yeah. 
Okay. Um, you can, I believe you can play with up to four people Mm -hmm. and they can be virtual in the second game. At least they can be virtual or like sitting on your couch with you. Mm -hmm. Um, and basically what it is, is each level is a little kitchen and it's a different level design each time. And you are little cooks (laughs) and you are trying to make orders in a restaurant for customers. Right. And so you have different recipes that you do, right? So let's say sometimes we have to make burgers. So you have to chop, you have to grab meat out of a box. You have to chop it. You have to put it on a skillet. It has to cook. Then you have to put it on a bun. Oh, so you have to chop like some lettuce. Involved. Oh yeah, there's there's multi steps to these recipes. It gets more and more difficult as you go, right? So you have to like assemble all the ingredients together based on the ticket order from the customer. Some of them want cheese. Some of them want lettuce. Some of them don't want anything, right? <laughs> and they're timed. The customer will only wait for so long. So you have to hurry to put these orders out <laughs> on top of the fact that the kitchen level is a lot of times trying to kill you in the middle of trying oh, to do this. Shit. Fires are starting. Wait, so you, you fall have to off play cliffs. like one of you is the chef and one of you is like a sous oh, no, chef both- and you have to like, yeah. okay, exactly. I get it. So like you're exactly. both chefs and you're both trying yes. to teamwork to get these orders yes. out. Exactly. Wow, and so this game, oh my God. stressful you- for a relationship. It is so much fun okay now my husband and i work really well together in terms of like communicating and stuff like that so we're just like you get the pepper i'll get the onion chop it put it in the oven grab me a plate i need plates like that's and we don't fight but i have heard that some people get into arguments well i could see that i could really definitely definitely see that i think it would be fun to play a game with casey pickle that is like a cooperative game yeah, because you're that working seems together. Fun. Yes. That seems fun. It is, all I love this is, game. All we play is uh, like old school board games. We play like Rummy Tiles and Uno, where it's like Casey and I are in direct competition with each other. And mm-hmm. it gets like we we start with trash talking. Like it gets to be a oh, real thing. Like okay. we take okay. Uno pretty seriously. And there's a lot of trash talking going on. So it would be fun to play a game where we where we're trying to compete together against yeah. something or trying to accomplish yeah. a task. I feel like this game in particular is right up Casey's brain hole. Like she oh, thinks Oh, it's my it's real up is, my brain. It's all about yeah. efficiency. Yeah. Like okay, you should do all the meat prep and I should do Where's this the and then we'll sauce? do this part. Exactly. <laughs> Like it's about like what is the most efficient use of your time and where the all the ingredients and the tools are located throughout the kitchen. Like how many of you are there? Because you can play with up to four. It's obviously a lot easier with four people. Oh, but with yeah. two. But the whole time you're like, you got this, babe. You could do it. Pass me that mayonnaise. Like no, you got no. this. Good so job. Wait, thanks. Do you play this you on know. like the Nintendo Switch? What do you play this on? So there is a Nintendo Switch. There is PC. There is PlayStation 4. And I believe there is also Xbox. I think it's on all the things. We yeah. play we play on well, PlayStation. We have a four. So we play on our PlayStation 4. Um, but it's also, yeah, PC. I know there's a Switch version as well. And I'm pretty sure there's an Xbox version as well. But it is super fun. I like okay? this. I love this. I love do, it do so feel, much. Do you feel it has brought you and your husband's relationship a little bit closer? Like it's like a teamwork thing. Like you're like, yeah, yeah buddy, come on, let's... Let's yeah, yeah, yeah. And he'll get like real mad. Some we have like different, I don't know, personalities when it comes to like this kind of thing. So my husband is like, 
he'll get he'll throw the controller across the room. Okay, that's my <laughs> yeah. husband. Oh yeah, like he's gets yeah. that. And but I'm it here like it's okay. It's fine. Too. We could just do it again. Like it's okay. Just yeah. Sim it down. You know, yeah. I'm over here like it's not the end of the world. It's, oh darn, we have to play the level again. The thing I love doing. Yeah, like, <laughs> we get to play this fun game again. More. The yeah, breaking exactly. of the controllers is a real thing that I've always done. That I I used to be quite the gamer before vaping took over my life but i used to i was hardcore i had a you know sega master system nintendo super nintendo playstation dreamcast playstation 2 xbox like i played a lot of games back in the day played a lot mm-hmm, of games mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then i just and then i just didn't and then i yeah. just didn't but i used to yeah. be good and i used to have a lot of fun and fighting games especially was my jam and my friends and i would buy controllers just to break them we would oh, buy PlayStation controllers. We had extra PlayStation controllers so that if we were playing whatever, f- a fighting game, Mortal Kombat 2 or something on the NES, and mm-hmm. the button wasn't working when it, right, it was, right, but right. your yeah. excuses, oh, the yeah. block button yeah. isn't working. Yeah. Yeah. We, would re- we would destroy these controllers like it was a cathartic experience. We'd swing them around by the cord and like smack them on the ground. One time my buddy and I, Jim, were playing PlayStation 1 and we took his controller out and just backed over it with a car. <laughs> <laughs> we took it. He was driving a big Chevy Blazer at the time and we were both just yelling and mad and angry and fucking, fucking. We just were slamming it on the ground. We just run over it with the car a few times. I feel like this has to be a guy thing because my it husband got, told me the same be. thing. He was like, I know you don't like it when I get angry and throw things, but it feels really good for me. And I'm it like, it does. Okay. It does feel good. Like I used to do the same thing where I would get frustrated with a PlayStation game when I was like playing PS2 and PS2 controllers have those like little. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Con- mm-hmm. And I would mm-hmm. twist it. I would like Ooh, twist it like, and try to yeah. like break it in half. And I'd hear it like creaking. And every time I'm oh, like, no. break you mother. And then it would never <laughs> break. I'm like, okay, next time though. And I get so mad. I'm like, Oh, just twisting it. I don't know. It's a thing oh. with video games to take out oh. your anger because Apparently. I've never been as angry in real life as I have been at video games in the past. Like, I mean, I'll yell F-bombs at the screen. Don't oh, get yeah. me wrong. Yeah. Like, I will do that. Yeah. But the, then I'm like, okay, a deep breath. Do you want to try yeah. again? And then you go, oh, okay, I'll try again. Or sometimes I'll be like, you know what? I've had enough of this game for tonight. I am at my maximum level of frustration. Okay. I think we should yeah. quit and watch Netflix now. Yeah. I would like to do that so that I can sleep and then wake up in the morning and be excited to play the game again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's fine and well, too. That's probably a real healthy way to deal with the frustrations of, of gaming. But I find that breaking controllers or twisting them or trying to otherwise destroy them and smash them because it's not your fault. The block button wasn't working. Mm-hmm. The block mm-hmm. button wasn't mm-hmm. working. Mm-hmm. The block button wasn't working. But mm-hmm. I remember getting, I mean, yeah, I've never been, I'll just throw this title out there. I don't know if anybody ever played this back in the day. Kingdom Hearts. Okay, there was a role-playing game that was right up my alley. There was a crossover between Square Enix, who did all the Final Fantasy games, and uh, Disney, who does who's Disney. Yeah, and so yeah. it was this role-playing game where you're this little dude, Sora, and you're walking around villages, and you team up with Goofy and Donald, and you have to, like, go to the Little Mermaid, uh, you know, and fight the bad guys there. And then you go to, like, Pirates of the Caribbean, and you fight the bad guys there. And it was, like, this big role-playing adventure game that caused me 
Like I lost sleep over this game. I was so <laughs> angry at this goddamn role-playing game because there's some levels that are just impossible and you're trying to swim through the little mermaid level and Goofy is swimming off in all these weird caves and you're like, Goofy, what are you doing? I've never been more mad at a game than I have been at Kingdom Hearts. And to this day, I still have not ever beat the first Kingdom Hearts. I got to the very oh, end, wow. you guys, mm -hmm. the very end. And I was cheat coded out. I was cheat coded to the max. My life bar went around the circle and then like down the screen. Like I had so <laughs> much life. It was ridiculous. Could never beat it. Broke a lot of controllers. Oh, damn. I mean, damn. we got stuck on. So we finished Kingdom the base Hearts. game. For Overcooked, the nice thing about Overcooked too is there's a bunch of DLC. So we already finished the base game, so we're working on one of the DLCs. Oh, yeah, And yeah. we were stuck on the final level of this DLC for, like, days. Like, <laughs> days. <laughs> it was really frustrating. And it gets to um, that point where you're like, do we even want to beat this level do we have well, I was almost this? like, should we just move to a different DLC? And my husband was like, no, we must be that. I can do nothing else until we beat it. And so, and last night we beat it. Just so you guys know, we did last night. We beat it. Um, it was good, such good. a relief. It was such a relief. It was a lot of like teamwork, strategizing. Like, how can we shave off, you know, two yeah. nanoseconds <laughs> from making this goddamn pizza like how can i it was a pizza level oh my god i was like i don't want to make pizzas again for at least two days yeah, like, that's amazing all right i think i have to check out this game it is so much i think fun. i gotta play this game yeah killer it's instinct so vaping case killer instinct that was a fun fighting game i was a big fan of fighting games back in the day that and all like the tony hawk pro skater games mm. not only did i love them but i was awesome at them i could have gone pro you know if there was like a tony hawks pro skater pro game Mer x game something game or other thing yeah. type of thing i could have done it i could have been that guy i and of mm. course i used the game genie i used the game genie drumavore and then i moved up to the game shark remember the game shark all the no, cheap no codes for the playstation is. yeah it's okay i used to game i'm not man, a very big gamer it. i miss I'm gaming not... so hard i played donkey kong yeah i did play some sonic the hedgehog oh, i played yeah. zombies Sonic's ate my fun. neighbors oh yeah that's pretty fun i used to love zombies yeah. ate my neighbors I died a lot, but I really liked it. Yeah, I played them, uh, some, a little bit. Of, yeah, a little bit of stuff. And I will play, play, as in I sit on the couch and tell my husband what he forgot about the story for where we need to go for our next objective or like what I think we should do to solve a puzzle. That's my playing. I'm sitting right, on the couch right. <laughs> while he's playing right. like um, Uncharted. Love those. Like sure. I was really good at the puzzles. So I would yeah. be like, babe, wait yeah, a minute. Puzzles let me, are a let me big... look at this. Okay, See, here's what we need to do. It's interesting that you say that because I used to do the same thing with an ex that I dated for a really long time. Well, I had a PlayStation and I used to love playing Tomb Raider and I would make her sit and watch me play Tomb Raider. And she's like, I'm not into this. And then when I started like playing the game and I was like, I can't figure out this puzzle. She's like, oh, well, what, what's, what's the puzzle? And I'm like, oh, come here, mm -hmm. look. And so we're trying to figure out this puzzle together. And then when we mm -hmm. figured it out, we both had that like, Okay, you want to keep team working this yeah, Tomb Raider yeah, game? Yeah, yeah. She's like, yeah, go yeah. over to that cave. What's over there? Did you go over there? I'm like, no, let's go over there. So yeah. I would like play, and she was like co-pilot, and that yeah, was really that was, really that's fun. That's me. That's me. Like that's solving me. puzzles. That was a damn good mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. No, I, Uncharted is really good for that. Uncharted, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I haven't played any games in so long. Uh, Tomb Raider. Uncharted is Tomb good. Raiders was some of the last games I played. I loved Tony Hawk's. I kind of got into the Resident Evil stuff. I had a Wii. Mm -hmm. I had a I had a, a Nintendo Wii for a long time, so I played like the Resident Evil game on there. That was really fun. 
I just haven't gamed in so long. You guys should play this. I really Because I to. think, and it's really, I love it because it's like, you know, mind, like mental acuity, like, okay, Dude. efficiency, productivity, time management, multitasking. Yes, that's yeah. my kind of game. That I excel there. sounds like your kind of game. I'm but, not good at like shoot that guy and now shoot that guy and then run oh, over there and grab that objective. Too. I can't do that. I can't I do that. Those are no. fun. Douglas no. in the chat says, anyone remember Hot Shots Golf? Let, let me tell you, Douglas, I loved Hot Shots Golf. My brother and I would play hours of Hot Shots Golf. Hours. <laughs> and it was just the most simple little golf game, but it had really great sound effects. Like when you got a hold of the ball, it made like that, like that golf ball mm-hmm. hitting sound. I don't know. It was really cool. Oddworld Abe's Odyssey. Look, Douglas, are you old school gamer like me? You grew up with Sonic the Hedgehog and Oddworld Abe's Odyssey? <laughs> me too. <laughs> me too. Did you view any films recently, Danielle Jones? Uh, what was the last one that I told you about? I've lo- We haven't done it super... What was the last one I told you about? I don't remember. Oh. Total Recall. I remember you watched Total Recall. Right, we did watch that. We watched that Predator. Yeah, I think I Predator. told you about okay, that. yeah, Predator um what else did we 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 did kind of take a pause from playing the movie game right because when we got the video game yeah 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 um but i'm trying i thought there was some a couple that i had seen that i hadn't updated you on um oh oh um okay it was goofy i didn't love it it was okay it was um i can't remember the name (sighs) really smart young kid goes to college meets um other smart kids real genius there yes that you one. watched real I saw genius that. yes i love I that, that movie one. danielle jones it was i, I mean, love that movie was, you know for what it was all right like i okay. love that movie that's one of my okay. top the popcorn at the end the in popcorn the house. At the end, it's so good spoilers if you've never seen okay. real genius Val that is Kilmer, a ridiculous real genius popcorn hilarious hilarious that is we hilar- did, i actually got yeah. casey pickle to watch that movie not that long ago and she had a very similar reaction a very much like, like that's fine okay all right, right. exactly okay. like okay a, some parts were like what is that oh just what? okay fine we just won't okay it's cool we want i'm gonna get there's a few more super chats that came in yes do here's it. one movie that i would recommend if you haven't seen it christopher nolan did a movie called interstellar Oh uh, yeah, that was on my list I gave to you. Okay, we watched it. Yeah. It's awesome. Yes. That movie's fucking crazy. I okay, still just, don't know what happened in that movie. I know, I know. Just so the chat knows. Okay. A couple weeks ago Nick was like, "We're into really into like space movies and yes. TV shows." And my household is like all about yes. the space. So I sent my co-host a huge list via text of like a million movies and shows. Yeah. I think at one point you were like, that's enough. Like, yeah. That's please like, stop. we're good. Like <laughs> we're good. And so, yeah, the giant list that was Dude, on there. Interstellar. Interstellar. Was on there. Really, really good. Very good. We, like Very like good. Danielle said, we've been on a space kick. Uh, Casey's been especially obsessed with space and the moon recently after we watched uh, the Voyager documentary. And so we've been trying to watch and consume everything about space. Interstellar incredible mm. we also mm-hmm. watched uh the brad pitt one at astra about oh, yeah. space mm-hmm. travels mm-hmm. Well, pr- yeah. still good still really yeah. good yeah. entertaining still sure. really good yeah. and entertaining not quite interstellar level of like no holy fuckness no. interstellar was 
that was just beautiful. That was yeah. just gorgeous. That movie. Incredible. In- incredible mm-hmm. movie. And there is a, I think it's on HBO max. There's a, a, Paul, a movie called Apollo 11. Yes. That is a doc. That was also on the list. Was that mm-hmm. on it? Yeah. So this is, so for anybody in the chat, Apollo 11, it's a documentary, but it's only from unseen archival footage of the Apollo 11 mission. Yep. So there's no voiceover, there's no narration, there's no story. It's just the story of Apollo 11 told by the people as it's there. happening while yeah. they were mm-hmm. there. It's incredible. Yep. Incredible doc. Uh, watch Apollo 11. Mm-hmm. And I think that's all. I think we all. That's all we watch. We Have you seen watch, Sunshine uh, yet? No, no, I haven't seen Sunshine well, yet. Sunshine. You got to do. You got to do Sunshine, okay. and then another one that I feel is on par with Interstellar. Interstellar oh. is uh, Arrival. Oh, okay, yeah. I really liked Arrival. I've seen okay, Arrival. Okay, yeah. I don't know if I can get Pickle on board with Arrival. Sometimes it's oh, a little it's... bit too sci-fi. She dips her toes into sci-fi, but like, I, th- but I don't it's know about... if I can get her on board with Arrival. I mean, the fourth dimensional stuff will get mm-hmm. me. I'm like, what? Yep. Tell me all about time yeah. as a nonlinear concept. What do you mean Go- four oh. dimension? Yeah, exactly. Yes, I love I'm the idea all about nonlinear time. Like, yeah. what is this even about? I got yes. out of that movie and my head exploded for like two days. I just like so much awesome. I love that movie. I, I it's just shot to the top of my list. Capital H says the series The Expanse. Oh. Is That's on the, the my list ever? that I is gave really? you as well. Okay. It, so The Expanse, here is the one caveat that I will give you about The Expanse. And anybody who loves this, you you need to agree with me, okay? The first couple episodes of The Expanse, season one, first few episodes, <laughs> just hang in there. It is a, it's kind of like Game of Thrones. It's a very complicated world with a lot of groups that you're following, Mm -hmm. different politics. Okay. And so you just need to kind of, you will get it. You will, you will be able, you know how the first few episodes of Game of Thrones, I was like, I don't even know who any of these people are. What is happening? You just have to hang in there. See, I'm okay with that. You get like, okay, this this is the OPA. These are the Earth people. These are the Mars people. These are the Belters. Uh, Like they're different. What are you... This is not spoiled. Know, this is I'm just, just the groups, right? So you will get it, I promise. But if the first couple episodes you're overwhelmed, that is very normal. And this just keep going. Just okay. keep going. I'll, also, I'll power through. I will power okay, through. Okay. Real expanse. quick. My yeah, my husband. So I was like, what movies have you made me watch again recently? Okay. <laughs> Her, <laughs> I can't remember. Hurt Locker. Okay. Okay, I haven't seen uh, it. Days of Thunder. I never saw it. Frisco Kid. Never saw it. Real genius. Which I yeah, think. real genius. Okay. Real genius. Yep. Those are the you're, movies. Those are all your I've husband's picks? Yes, those are all his picks. Great taste. Real genius. I'm glad I could I'm glad I know that there's another person out there that I could possibly bond with over real genius because oh, nobody's you seen and this him movie. like a lot nobody's of the same movie. You like movie. A, a lot of the same thing. Event Horizon awesome. is def Cerny, I put Event Horizon on his list. If yeah, Event Horizon it. is sick. I've I've seen I haven't seen Event Horizon in a while, but uh, I remember it kind of terrifying the shit out of me. Oh, it's amazing. I know when they it's there's amazing. like visions into these like uh, hell worlds and yeah. people are just naked and yeah. bleeding and chains yeah. and like screaming yeah, it's and I'm metal like, oh my God. AF. It is metal AF. Yeah, I like I like Event Horizon. I like Event oh. Horizon. That's a good yes, one. Please. I should try to get. Mm-hmm. I need to get Pickle to watch that. And the mm-hmm. arrival. Mm-hmm. 
Just go sunshine. She'll like sunshine. sunshine. Will she like sunshine? I swear. I think she will. I believe it because the characters, right? There's it's it's in space. Okay, they're on a spaceship. It's in space, but the characters and like what's happening. mm, Yes, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. do it. Is that is Captain America in Sunshine? Oh no, that's Cillian Murphy. Okay, no, no, yeah. Oh no, it is Chris Evans. Chris Evans is he in it? I can't remember. It's Captain America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. America's ass. I like Cillian Murphy too. He's cool. Yep. Is it Killian? I don't know. I've always said Cillian. So my best friend has a son named Killian, and I think it's Killian. I think. Really? I think okay. it might be Killian. Well, Killian Murphy. I like Killian Murphy too. He was a scarecrow. <laughs> you know, he was scarecrow. Yes. He was yeah, scarecrow. I like him. And that's another. Yes, Rhett Falls. Thank you. Real genius is amazing. Yes, real genius is amazing. Um. What was I just talking about? Oh, I'm trying to get uh, Pickle Scarecrow? warmed up to oh. the idea of the Dark Knight trilogy, <gasps> the Christopher Nolan Dark Knight trilogy. Pickle, send her to me. Okay, know, they're so to. good. It is the She's most committed to un superhero Yeah, that's what I told her. It is not like any, she, it's so different. She really likes so things different. like grounded in reality. And I'm oh, saying yes. Christopher Nolan did the Dark Knight. There is perfectly. no magic perfectly. whatsoever. Perfectly. There is no nothing Perfectly. it is all science technology for the most Perfectly. part you yeah. know grounded I mean, some uh, technology might not exist there, there's a uh, little that's like a little weird and, uh, yeah, yeah 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 memory uh, but it's not magically it's there's right. no magic there's yeah. no magic it's really great and I, she's on board she's like yeah i'll watch it it's just yes. a matter of when we find the right night and i always suggest yeah like, you want to get into some batman tonight she's like oh mm-hmm. not tonight i'm like okay like, I don't want to push you because I know we're going to get there eventually, but I'm just right. so excited because I think you're really going to like it, you know? I think she is, too. I think yes. she's going to be stoked on it. Those are Damn, glorious. Those, Those are, glorious. are glorious. All right, well, we've got some... Uh, I've got some movie homework to do. Oh, so much. Sunshine. Also, John Haymaker is correct. The new Awake movie on Netflix, quite good. I liked it. Really? Is it sci fi yeah. or... Uh, it is. It do, you, do you see? Did you see the movie uh, The Happening? Do you remember that with Marky Mark? Yes. It is in that genre of movie type. Oh, it's okay. better if you didn't like a lot of people didn't like the happening. I actually liked it a lot, um, but it is in that genre of like something is happening to the world. What is it? We must run around and figure it out. Oh, type. OK. Yeah. It is I that like kind that. of thing. I like so, that. I liked Awake. I thought it was good. I okay. heard some people who didn't, but I liked it. Listen, if it's it. got a solid trailer, then there's a good chance that we can get it viewed in this house. Yeah. We base Watch a lot of our decisions just on the trailer. Oh, we do too. 100%. Yeah, lots on the trailer. So if it has a good trailer, then then we'll be in. All right. Do awake. It. Yeah. Sunshine. Awake. Yep. I'll right. I'll text you. Don't yeah, worry. text me that text me that list again. But Interstellar, mm-hmm. I I was blown so away good. by how good that was. I thought, well, how how did I wait this long to see this movie? Why and the soundtrack, soundtrack so good. And mm-hmm. I don't even like love Matthew McConaughey. Like he's fine, but he was really good in that. Oh yeah, really good in that. Damn. I mean, you had Matthew McConaughey. You also had Matt Damon. Right, Matt you had Damon. Anne yeah. Hathaway, right? Anne Hathaway, yeah. So many wonderful actors. Wonderful, wonderful actors and actresses. All right, I like our I like our movie homework. Me too. At the end of our streams, 
at the end of our streams. But uh, hey, everybody in the chat, I really appreciate all of your suggestions. I've seen some really good movies, and I just I keep throwing stuff up on the screen that I definitely agree with. Like uh, Mallory said, uh, Event Horizon, yes, Event mm -hmm. Horizon, mm -hmm. yes, Event Horizon, Moon, the movie. Moon. Uh, I sent. It's on the list I sent you. I need to scroll back. Scroll. It's there. Well, yes. Moon the movie is on the, the list. You and I text in like these bursts of text. It's, true. it's like silence for like two days, and then hey, forty like texts. Yeah, like yes, this much, true. and then <laughs> maybe I should email you. This Add it list. to the Google Doc. <laughs> oh, that's where I'll put it. You guys, we just solved it. <laughs> Put it okay. in the Google Docs so that I way I won't miss it. Found. Okay. I just found it. Yeah. All that stuff that you've watched is from my list. Okay. okay just good. so you know. Well, see, then I'm then I'm kind of technically following the list. District there, you nine. Are, you are. So good, Swamp Thing. District nine. Oh yeah. District nine was very oh, good. Oh, District Nine is so good. Oroville, haven't watched it. I've heard really good oh, things. Oh, that one is it's definitely lighthearted. It's I mean, it's like uh, it's, I've heard it's lighthearted. Isn't it Seth MacFarlane? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So it's like That's him doing a, like a, a Star Trek ish, mm -hmm. you know, it's like there's, there's stuff there because I wouldn't watch it if there wasn't. Okay. There's, but it's also lighthearted. Like mm -hmm. it's like, you know, if Star Trek was funnier, like kind of a lot funnier. Okay. Oh, I can get that. See, I like Star Trek. All right. Let, I'm going to wrap this up. Let's get through some of these uh, super chats that happened here. New Wave Dave says, wait politicians don't have our best interests in mind eh. no i don't think that they ever do and that i hate landing at such cynical of a position but over the last 44 years i haven't seen any politicians that have your best interests in mind zero zero politicians i mean maybe not zero but the ones that do are so few and far between that they you know they won't stand up to the status quo it's tough, New Wave Dave. It's a tough world out there. Uh, Jake Scrapwood, Xbox, and a game called Fongs. It will test your relationship. Oh, this sounds exciting. Let's search for mm. Fongs. What is this game? Oh, it is a puzzle adventure game out now. Xbox Fongs. Oh, it looks like uh, it looks so fun. It looks like dogs. I'm gonna need to Google this. It's a two-headed dog. This looks fun. If this will test my relationship, I don't know. That looks fun, Jake Scrapwood. That looks really fun. Uh, Barbara in with the super chat. Remember when your dad had Pong? Because we old. Because, yeah, we are old, Barbara. I do remember my parents had a Pong home game. Like before an Atari, before any home game systems, they had Pong. And it was just a box that you plugged into your TV. And there were two little paddles with like rotatey dials and you rotated the dial and your little pong guy would move up and down on the side and you would play ping ah. pong and it was home pong and yes we had a home pong machine that is crazy i am old mallory gates uh you should try second life there is a ton you can do in there it's much more of a virtual world than a game but you have games within second life mm. i've always wanted to play second life second life just reminds me of uh the office when Dwight starts playing second life and in his second life, he is still a paper salesman from Scranton <laughs> and that cracks, except he can fly. <laughs> mm, 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 <laughs> that cracks me up. That cracks me up 
hard. Uh, Fact YouTube, how are you doing, buddy? I get to see a live TBN today. That's right, you did. Yeah. Fact YouTube. Hope it was everything you could have asked for and more. You know, we cover we cover vaping on here. Sometimes that you know bleeds over into other current events, topics, police True. things, and we just kind of go with it. Mm-hmm. I'll say this here because I've said it a thousand times. Vaping is a nonpartisan issue. The, 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 but it the, is political. The campaign against vaping, exactly. It is political. It can't not be political because it's the United States of America. And I mean, right. it's not even just political here. It's political the world Everywhere. over. Because governments and regulation. Because like, governments and regulation. It's political the world over. But let me tell you that the attack on vaping is completely bipartisan. Yep. So the defense of vaping, if we're going to survive, has to be bipartisan. Just has to be. Agreed. And I think Agreed. we're a shining example of that. I, I'm a I'm a libertarian. You're a Democrat. Look, we can come together. We can make things work. We can we can we can have the discussion. We don't have to jump down each other's throats. We that can have true. the discussion, you know? I do we not belong be in anyone's throat. So I don't no. go there. I I don't want to jump down anyone's throat, you know, but there's sometimes that look, sometimes it's just unavoidable. All right, you guys, we're going to wrap this up. Um, (laughs) Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for coming out. I'm going to put links literally um, all over the description, as I said. Whoa, that was interesting. I'm going to put links all over the description, as I said. But uh, thank you, Danielle Jones, for being here, keeping us on point with just facts, being our fact checker to make sure that we are a factual stream and we present facts and science only. Yep. And that's plus what we our do opinions. Here. Plus our opinions. Yeah, lots of our opinions on top of that. Oh, yeah. Lots of our oh, opinions yeah. on top of that. Yeah. But uh, appreciate you guys coming out. Thank you so much. Uh, we'll be back here again in two weeks with more spectacularly awesome vapey news. We're going to play some video games in that time. We're going to watch some movies in that time. We're going to be on Twitter on that time. And so. Oh, yeah. That's what you just. That's what you come to expect from this uh, high quality TBN broadcast. So I will say. Thank you again to Danielle Jones. Thank you guys for coming out. I really very much appreciate it. Remember that no matter what literally anybody tells you, vaping is at least 95% less harmful for you than burning those deadly, deadly combustible tobacco cigarettes. So yeah, no matter what's in your hand, you guys, let's keep on vaping. Uh, Let's keep fighting the good fight. Uh, Crisp high fives and positive vibes for everybody. Uh, Be excellent to each other. Bye. Eventually. Okay, now bye.